Pronto, Vincenza. Pronto, Randy. And welcome, everyone, to our 14th episode of the Pronto podcast. I well, Thank you for the applause. Yes. And to you as well. You. And to our entire team in production. Um, you, it, I always say it truly does take a village, even what's going on behind the scenes. It's not just Randy and I, it truly takes a village. So thank you to the Pronto Pro- production team for everything that you do to make it all come together. Oh, wow. All right. Welcome everyone to our 14th episode of our Pronto podcast, which we're excited to talk about all the things life has to offer. We talk about fashion, self-care, motivation, anything that comes to mind. Right, Randy? Yes. <laughs> all right. So how was your weekend? Really good. I have to comment on your green. Oh, I, thank you. Thank you. I love wearing green. Um, it's so hard to find this shade of green. This is like a, a Kelly green, right? Yeah, yeah. I love Kelly green and emerald green. And it's so hard to find like beautiful pieces and, and just tops and dresses that are in this shade of green. And that translates so well on camera. So when I saw this, I think I got this at Marshall's. I was walking, I was walking by and it was like the sale rack. And I was like, wow, look at that color. And I grabbed it and I was like, it's a must have. And I've had this for the longest time. And I usually like to wear it around this time of the year. I'm sure you know why. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yes, St. Patrick's Day. So in honor of St. Patrick's week, since St. Patrick's Day is this Friday, I figured, oh, let me pop out the green a little bit today. Um, So I, I figured I'd pull out this uh, one of my favorite tops that I, um, that I keep. I've actually had it for many years and I love it. Um, It's so comfortable, um, breathable fabric, but it was such a great purchase. Really, really appreciate, appreciated that. So, but I, again, St. Patrick's Day. I'm trying to wear a little green. Too. I see a little hint of green in your blazer. It may be hard to, but it's like very subtle. Very, yeah. very subtle. I love it. Well, you always dress so well, so we don't have to worry about you, Randy. Um, but um, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, uh, you know, I, again, wearing the green, I always like to make note of this. Um, if you are celebrating St. Patrick's Day this weekend, please, please, please be mindful um, that you don't drink and drive. I know that everyone likes to celebrate with a couple of drinks, a couple of beers. And, and it's, again, it, just be mindful that you have a designated driver, take advantage of ride shares. Uh, really, really important to just be mindful when traveling. Um, I know that a lot of certain, actually many places that uh, that are Irish themed will be very, very busy. And it's, it's usually a fun holiday right. and a fun day to gather. Just be mindful. But I do have to also make note this Friday, we are opening the ice cream place. Oh. So for those of you who don't know, um, my family and I own and operate an ice cream business for over 18 years called Ice Cream Delight. It's located on one ice cream drive in Wilmington, Delaware. Yes, I said, you heard they heard me correctly. One ice cream drive. Google it. It comes right up. We have one ice cream drive, Wilmington, Delaware. Ice cream delight is opening um, up this for the season this Friday. So we're very, very excited. So if you're interested in stopping by, you may see me or my sister, Margarita. Um, we'll be serving over 52 flavors of soft serve oh, ice wow, cream. Oh, yeah. Over 52 flavors of soft serve ice cream and or sugar-free frozen yogurt. We do have banana splits, milkshakes, malts, all that in Sundays, all that good stuff. What's the most po- popular flavor? Ooh, mm, if I remember correctly, my sister always says chocolate is. Really? Yep, chocolate. You would think vanilla, but I, I think she always says chocolate is one of the most popular flavors. Do you like ice cream? Yes. Do you like sprinkles? Yes. Rainbow or chocolate? I uh, like chocolate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
I sometimes order raspberry. We have that flavor. Yeah, I love raspberry. If you like soft serve ice cream, remember, remember it's different than hard ice cream and different than custard. So it's and and gelato. So it's a, a soft serve ice cream. So it's a de different, excuse me, a de definitely a different texture. But if you enjoy soft serve ice cream, stop on by. We do have that flavor. Uh, my favorite flavor is actually German chocolate. So it's chocolate ice cream with a hint of coconut. So it's one of my favorites. It's similar to gelati. Mm -mm. No, it is not. It is a the closest thing. I could I can compare it to is maybe like a custard, but again, it's its own it's its own ice cream texture, own ice cream um, mix, and everything. What's so. the difference between gelati and ice cream? Well, ice cream is ice cream. Right? It's everything. It's just the different mix, the right. different how it's made and how it's um I guess put together and made inside the uh, the machine. But uh, ice cream is ice cream, so you could call it ice all of its ice cream. But uh, it, you know, if you were to tell the difference between ice cream and lemon ice or water ice obviously two different things but come stop by stop by yeah, randy I, uh, I work friday night so maybe i'll <laughs> head on there <laughs> right exactly exactly so we're very busy gearing up for the weekend well not that you're busy enough that your pageant's coming up also right yes and i'm so glad you mentioned that um for those of you tuning in for the first time i am the i'm so i know that i am busy but it, again I love being busy. If you know me, you know that I enjoy being productive. I enjoy being busy. Um, and I, and I, again, I truly, truly thrive in these busy settings. So I am the executive director of the Miss Delaware USA, Miss Delaware Teen USA pageant. And we are gearing up for the 2023 pageant, the annual event, which is being held on April 30th, Randy's birthday. Say it. I, I didn't forget. Um, but we still are accepting applications. So we extended the deadline to the end of the month. So if anyone interested or knows someone that would be interested in participating in the experience, just visit MissDelawareUSA.com and check us out. There's still opportunity to um, join the sisterhood. And that's really what it's all about. Yeah. And anybody that applies, uh, you mentor them to like mm -hmm. teach them how to walk. And so I, I actually, so break it down a little bit. If they apply, they will obviously have an opportunity of a lifetime. It truly is an incredible experience. And I speak from experience of my own right. hands-on experience. I, I competed for nine years so I can, I can, and this, an exact pageant too, and this exact organization. So I can, I can speak from, you know, speak from hands-on experience that I know what it's like. I know the financial investment. I know what it feels like, the emotional roller coaster, everything that's involved, I understand. But the winners, so the Miss Delaware USA and the Miss Delaware Teen USA will be managed by me throughout their reign. So yes, they will, They're they will, lucky. they, thank you. I appreciate that. They will have the I guess you would say the, not only the opportunity of a lifetime, but they will be able to take advantage of all the incredible support and sponsorships that they will receive upon their win. So it's a, again, it's an incredible prize package. Curry Hair, Skin and Nails is one of the incredible sponsors, which we're so grateful for, Randy. Thank you for your support. But we also have so many, many, many sponsors that are involved in the Miss Delaware USA, Miss Delaware Teen USA pageant that just make it all come together. I said it earlier that, you know, it does truly take a village 
to put together a production just like this podcast. It truly does take a village to put together a pageant of this caliber. And it does take sponsors and sponsors are the backbone of the pageant organization. And I always give credit where it's due. So for, I mean, I could go on and on for another hour thanking every single sponsor that donates their time, donates their service to help these young women shine. And so, I mean, I, I mean, if you go to MissDelawareUSA.com and you'll click the sponsor tab, you will see the incredible list of sponsors that really just take the time out of their busy schedules, but also just do it with all their heart because they really, really want to see these young women succeed and be successful and be the best version of themselves. So thank you to all my sponsors. <laughs> and just like the Oscars, we'll interrupt you with music if you take too long. Oh, yes. <laughs> Maybe. Speaking of the Oscars, did you watch? Yeah, not all. Like I'm early bed. Okay. Uh, you got, you, but, you uh, did catch a little bit of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What did you yeah. think? Well, you know, I saw the movie every, every thing, everywhere, mm -hmm. all the time. That one, the best, I think best yeah. um, picture. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really strange. It's Interesting. Really, oh, it's really like artfully done, mm -hmm. but really strange. And I think. Okay. Um, What's uh, the Curtis uh, woman? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she mm -hmm. won a Best Supporting Actor. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't had the opportunity to see the film. I plan on it because clearly it had to been that good to have so much recognition. So, and... and Brace yourself. Okay, great. <laughs> well, there's a ton of movies. I, I've just, again, busy. Right. I'm a busy bee. Yeah. I don't have much time to watch TV or movies. And I love going to the movies. Yeah. I love going to see film, uh, films and, and new movies in the movie theater because I love eating popcorn. Yeah. But I, I truly appreciate uh, cinematography yeah. and film and everything that goes into it and all the, you know, the, the moving pieces that make it all come together and come to life on camera and on film. So I, I have to check out these, these new movies that had the, all this recognition. Um, but I'll definitely check it out, but let's talk about the fashion. Uh, More importantly, yeah, let's I, talk about the yeah, fashion yeah. that we saw on the, well, it wasn't the red carpet. It right. was the champagne carpet. I don't know why they changed it. I didn't catch wind of the reasoning for it, but they they did not call it the red carpet. They changed it to the champagne carpet. I'm sure it was a little dirty at the end of the night. <laughs> Everything, you know, everyone was, you know, clearly on the mind. The last year's episode of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Hmm. You know, they mentioned certain. So they were making note of that throughout yeah, the show. I'm making fun, but it, you know, like, you know, they said one, you know, one Oscar complete without, you know, any incident. No, oh dear. Yeah. Well, they, I, you know, they always try to shine a positive light on something that was so negative yeah. in the past. And I, and I understand why they, you know, they're, they're trying to smooth it over. Um, doesn't make mean it's right. 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 Doesn't mean it's right. Um, but I, uh, you know, I always say that, you know, they, that everyone should take accountability for any of their mistakes and, um, we'll see what happens moving forward. But going back to the fashion part of it, I appreciated Angela Bassett's gown. I mean, so beautiful. beautiful. It was this 
beautiful shade of purple. I don't know who designed the gown. I, I will be looking it up because I have such an appreciation for beautiful pieces and gowns that are different, different and unique. And she just wore it yeah. so well. And, um, even Jamie Lee Curtis had a beautiful gown and there were so many other gowns that are, were featured on the champagne carpet. Yeah. But you know, another event that I appreciate where they really take it up a notch is the after party, the Vanity Fair after party after the Oscars. That's when more celebrities, more famous people are walking the red carpet and showcasing such beautiful styles and different unique outfits and pieces. And even the men had some I mean, handsome men on the red carpet, but they were showcasing some interesting styles of suits. Yeah. And I appreciated that too. So I don't know if you caught wind of that, but that was really nice. I was pulling for uh, Elvis, the story of Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, I believe his name, the actor that played, was it Austin Butler, I believe? Yeah, he was great. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. Again, really another good. movie I have to watch. <laughs> um, but I mean, with all this Oscar talk, I know that, you know, it, there's only one winner, right? There's only one person that wins. And, but I feel that just to make it that far is truly an honor. And I, and I, you could just see from the, the thank you speeches, you know, from all the winners and how they, you felt their emotion and you felt that, you, they, you can tell that they put so much work and sacrifice into getting to that point in their career. And I love that so many um, winners were thanking their moms. Right. I really appreciated that. And you can, you can just feel the emotion in their speech. And they just were like, mom, I did it. Mom, thank you, mom, for being there for me. And it's funny because I thank my mom all the time. Right. She is my biggest fan. And still to this day, even in my adulthood, she's still my biggest fan. So I, uh, I, I thank her all the time. But thank you, mom. <laughs> all right, yep. Randy, I think it's time to introduce our guest for our 14th episode of Pronto. Tracy Pearson is our guest for the day. Tracy is a licensed and clinical social worker, mindfulness facilitator, and a trained sound healer. Throughout her career, she has worked across a range of functions from palliative care and family medicine to benefits, administration, and employee relations. But her passion is promoting mindfulness and helping others achieve healing and happiness. Tracy is a trained health coach and believes that people are more like than different. Tracy tries to find something in common with every person that she meets. In her free time, she enjoys practicing yoga, meditation, biking, baking, and traveling around the world with her husband of 25 years. Please welcome Tracy Pearson. Hello, Tracy. Hello, hello. How are you? Thank you. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here and welcome to Pronto. Uh, Tracy, so much to talk about. We have, I mean, so much to talk about. Um, you have devoted your life to helping others through social work, health, coaching, family medicine, and more. Yes. What was what was your motivation for choosing this path for your life? I actually think the that path chose me. Ah, <laughs> I spent okay. yeah yeah I spent several years in corporate America, but I did have a degree in social work, and so unfortunately I was laid off from my corporate job, 
And so I thought I'd dust off that master's degree in social work and try to be a change agent. And so I re-entered the field of social work back in 2001. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it shows you, which I love. I love. So I had a question for you. You talked about in your bio, uh, you, you mentioned about how you connect people and bring people together. Um, could you like touch on that a little bit more? I, you know, you say, you, you, I think you said you find something in common with every person that you meet. So can you touch Absolutely. on that a little bit more? I would love for you to elaborate. Sure. And as a medical social worker, um, that's one thing that you definitely have to do is gain trust of people. And so every time I walk in the room when I'm doing this biopsychosocial, I'm like asking all these questions. I'm like, oh, I've done that. Oh, I've done that. Oh, I ride bikes too. And I believe when I met Randy, we connected because I think he likes meditation and we talked about travel. So every person that I encounter, if I ask one or two, maybe three questions, we will find something in common. See, see, yeah. so Randy, you're the person that brought Tracy to yeah. us. <laughs> After we met, I wanted to be your best friend. That's <laughs> interesting. She, she is. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Tracy, you live by the mantra of living life intentionally. Can you tell us what that means to you and what it looks like? Absolutely. For many uh, years, probably for half my life, I lived my life according to how I believed society or my parents, uh, my friends thought that I should live. But it wasn't until I was about 40 years old that I got that aha moment. And I said, you know what, I'm going to live the life that I want to live, um, a genuine life based on my values, based on my goals. And if that means like giving up the religion that I was raised, you know, and that's what I was going to do because I wanted to do something that was meaningful and aligned with my values. And so just to give you an example, um, every day that I wake up, I meditate. So when I get out of bed, I call it the gems. And so the first thing I do is I express gratitude, mm -hmm. um, gratitude for waking up and for having breath, for having employment, gratitude for my family. Also goals. I write down what my three goals are for each day. And then after that, I do maybe a five minute exercise routine, maybe some stretches, um, because I am, you know, mid-age, <laughs> and then followed by a short <laughs> meditation, and then I will say a mantra, and so the mantra that I like to say every day is, I love myself, I believe in myself, and I support myself, and so those are the gems that I mm. employ in my life every day. I love that. I love that. I'm a firm believer in making sure you say it out loud, too. Uh, you call it prayer, call it meditation, call it mantra. Yes. It's important to say it, speak it into existence. And, and even when you say it, listening to it and receiving it is just as important. So I'm glad that you said that and you said that out loud. That's so, so important. Um, so you have traveled around the world a lot, it seems like. And can you tell us about some of your favorite places you, you've experienced and uh, maybe where you plan on going next? Oh, yeah. Good question. <laughs> so I would say my <laughs> I've traveled to over 34 countries, but I must say that my favorite travel destination is, is Thailand. Ah, wow. OK, OK. Yeah. And I actually am planning to travel back to Thailand for the first time in four years in November. Wow. I, I've never been to Thailand. I've actually always wanted to go. Um, and I'm sure that the fact, the fact that you are returning speaks volumes of how incredible of an experience it was the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the thing that I like about traveling to 
Thailand is it's very close to a lot of other fun countries. Mm. And so back in 2016, when I traveled to Thailand, I took a flight to the Maldives. I said, I want to try it out. So well, I'm here. I might as well do it. And it's cheaper. Mm. So it's cheaper to fly if you're already in like Eastern Asia. It's cheaper to get a flight if you're already there to another surrounding country. Oh, that's a good make a good point. That's a good piece of advice for, for travelers or if anybody that wants to travel. Um, how's the cuisine? I'm sure it's so good. Oh, it's amazing. And so one of the things that I do is I try to go to different parts of the country. And so in each part of the country, the food may be a little different. So I love the cuisine in Thailand. And so, mm. um, yeah, it, it's unparalleled. A lot of their foods, it has like five. It's like sweet, salty, um, mm. sometimes sour, but very delicious. Oh, <laughs> I, well, I love food in general. And I love all different styles of cuisine. I I love trying something new, different. And they always say that, you know, the food that we eat here is very different in the the respected countries. For example, Italian food. I, I know I can speak on this firsthand experience. I can speak on this very well, that the Italian food tastes different here than it does taste in in, in Italy. And I am oh, yeah. sure that's the same for Thai food. I'm sure Absolutely. the food is just so good and different than what we know here in America. It absolutely is. And much cheaper, <laughs> much, much, much cheaper. Interesting. Interesting. So I do have a question from one of our listeners. They are asking why Thailand is your favorite place to travel to. Great question. I would say um, it's very inexpensive and it's beautiful. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I'll try to go to different parts. And so the very first time that I traveled to Thailand, I flew into Bangkok, stayed a few days and then took a flight um, south to Phuket to where the beaches are. Mm -hmm. And so I get to get the best of the both the best of both worlds, I should say. Another time when I flew to Thailand, I went to Malaysia, so stayed um, in Kuala Lumpur and then went to an island. And so Thailand is beautiful. Um, It's very inexpensive. Um, It's it's easy. Their transportation infrastructure is wonderful. I can stay, you know, at the Shangri-La and get to any place in Bangkok that I want to get to. And so I really love their transportation infrastructure, especially in the city of Bangkok. Yeah. And that's such a good point. The transportation is also, seems to be very um, convenient and that's important when traveling. You know, you don't, you don't, sometimes you don't think of these things. You just want to get from point A to point B to experience a new place. And you don't realize the transportation at the location that you're traveling to, if it's convenient or not. And that's good to know. So that's uh, definitely good advice for those listening. We do have another question. Um, Have you been to Bora Bora? I have not, but it's on my bucket list. (laughs) Well, mine is while we're there. Have you been to Italy? I have. Ah, very good. So you know good Italian food. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I love the pastries and I love sitting out at the cafes, like facing folks, like people watching. And so, yes. Yep, that is a thing. Love the culture. (laughs) The eating um, pastries, a croissant, you know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, uh, and just sitting at a cafe and enjoying and taking it all in. That is an experience in itself. And I recommend to everyone and anyone that travels to Italy, you find a beautiful cafe. It honestly doesn't even have to be a beautiful cafe. It could be the smallest cafe. Find it, sit down, have a little espresso or a cappuccino and a pastry and just sit down and take in the the, the culture, the, the scenery. And it's just watch people watching because it is truly interesting and even entertaining to me. I mean, I love it. I love it. I think it's peaceful. 
Me too. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so we have another question. I love this interaction we have with our listeners. This is so great. Okay, so this is from John. He said, how important is music when meditating? And are you familiar with the gateway process? So how important is music? Let's talk about that for meditating. <clears throat> so personally, I don't use music. What I may do is I have like a couple of um, sound bowls. And so I may hit my sound bowl a couple of times. But I don't play music um, when I'm meditating myself. Last week, I facilitated a group. And so I played some uh, nature sounds as I was doing a guided meditation. But personally, I don't use um, music at all when I'm meditating. Good. That, that's that's interesting, too, because people and there's nothing wrong with music. Right. If if I, I sometimes occasionally I, you know, if I need a distraction, I'll turn on my favorite tunes and it just kind of distracts me and gets me pumped up or gets me yes. in the gets that energy going. That's OK, too. But I appreciate that you said that you use the natural sound around you and you meditate because then you can really, really tune in into calming the mind. And making it one. I know that that's, that's important in yoga is calming the mind and making everything align. Sometimes sitting, sitting in silence is just as important, right? Because you're, that's true. you're focusing on your breathing. Yep. Am I right on this one, Tracy? Yep. You are absolutely correct. And okay. I was going to mention a point. There's something called mindfulness of sound. And mm -hmm. so what I'll do some mornings is I'll just lie in bed um, yesterday, in fact, I could hear the birds. And so if you're just lying, listening to all the sounds around you, it will quiet your mind because you're focusing on the different sounds. I'm like, oh, that train sounds really close. And it's not. I can hear like the cars that are like really far away. And so sometimes you just stop and you're silent. That's enough to, fo to focus on. You can, fo you can focus on silence and the sounds around you. Yes, that's a good piece of advice. Tracy, I've, the structure that was we viewed earlier, is that the, the hotel or a room that you're stating stayed in that was a tree house randy <laughs> oh wow so oh cool. that's a tree did you stay there i did i did for three nights that's in mexico that's in um zuataneo wow. which is not too far from acapulco i was there in december so wow. neat that must have been so much fun it was fabulous because it was actually a luxury tree house and so you know um had air conditioning? Was, <laughs> not that luxurious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got bit by a lot of mosquitoes. Um, but you can't really tell from that picture, but there's an upstairs and a downstairs. And so the upstairs part of it was an area where I spent a lot of time listening to the ocean and meditating. Mm -hmm. um, it was open air. And so at night, the housekeeping would come and put down the nets. But it was so relaxing. There was a um, lovely lady on site who did meditation every morning. So I took advantage of that. Um, there's a chef that's on site, all natural um, food right from the garden on the property. Wow. Just relaxing. No television. <laughs> no television. Did you hear that? No television. <laughs> I'm a firm. I said it earlier when we were talking about the Oscars. When I tell, I, I say I don't have, I don't watch a lot of TV. I, I love, I love movies. I really do, and I do treat Plus, myself to Plus. watching television and movie because I'm so busy, right? <laughs> but I do. I do believe that it's better to turn the television off and do something else. Meditate, go to the gym, go for a walk. You know, that's more important. And I would, if I had, when I do have free time, because I do have free time, I make time to spend with my family. That's, um, that's my top priority. Actually, I dedicate Sundays to my family. As busy as I am, I always say you have to allot that time for yourself and for your family. And since my family is 
everything to me. I do that. And I rather spend time with them, either doing an activity, talking, having a conversation versus watching TV. And there's nothing, again, nothing against watching TV and movies because I, because I love watching TV, but I agree with you, Tracy, that that's, that's smart. And uh, the fact that you didn't have any televisions in that treehouse, it was probably like, it felt like paradise. Yes. (laughs) And I could really be in the moment, no distractions and just focus on everything that was around me and all the beauty of nature. I love that. I love that. How how high was the treehouse? Ooh. (laughs) It looked like it was high up there. Yeah, maybe, maybe 25 to 30 feet. Wow. Wow. That's so neat. That's the coolest thing ever to say you did that. I would be too it was scared. Awesome. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. That was my thing for 2022. I was like, I want to stay in as many um, different types of uh, settings as possible. So I started off 2022 staying in a um, storage container. And so, yeah, there's a place in the Poconos called Camp Tell. And so it's like a campsite, but more like glamping. And so there's all these storage containers that they like hook up on the inside. And then I went to Atlanta and I stayed in another treehouse. And so 2022 was my year of treehouse, treehouses. <laughs> wow, that's so that's neat. Great. That is so, so neat that you can speak on that and you can compare like the different um, ways you have moved around and traveled and even just your stay and where you stayed. It's not your traditional hotel. You've definitely stepped out of the box and I credit you for having the courage to step out of the box. I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, well, we know who we're we're calling upon when we want to <laughs> treehouse um stay or a uh or a uh, what was it a storage container a storage container yes oh, shipping so container good. yeah oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness so just to shift gears a little bit you do talk about self-care a lot and that you make it a true priority in your life can you yes. tell us how you do that and what you recommend to someone to do each day when in regards to self-care Absolutely. Absolutely. When we hear the term self-care, people often think about bubble baths, <laughs> um, massages, um, going to the hair salon, and those are all activities of self-care. But self-care is taking care of the whole you. Mm-hmm. So physically, mentally, spiritually. And so to me, self-care, first of all, I do it as soon as I step out of bed. One of the things that I used to do is I used to look at my cell phone. So as soon as I woke up, I'd look at my cell phone. And so I found that that was like distracting me and I was using a lot of time. So I said, you know what, I'm going to use my time by just meditating. So that's a, a component of self-care. Mm-hmm. Now I love to eat. I love to go to the salon and, you know, get my facials and things like that. That's another element of self-care. And then there's the physical piece. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah. That's yes. <laughs> Got to do that. Yes. <laughs> Got to take care of my body. And the other piece is like the physical. And so I work a compressed tour at my normal job. And that means that I work four days a week. And so every Friday I'm off. And so every single Friday when the weather permits, I'm at the park walking. So I usually try to get two or three miles in. And what I will do is I will just go by myself um, and just be in the moment. Sometimes I count the amount of birds that I see. I'm like, oh, seven species today. Um, listening, feeling the wind on my body, um, smelling everything that's around me. So self-care is the whole package. So it's what you do to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yes. I I, love that. Yeah, me too. I appreciate that you said when you wake up in the morning, you've trained yourself or reconditioned yourself not to pick up your phone first. You took that moment for yourself 
first. That's hard to do. I'm guilty of it because (laughs) I I want to make sure that anybody try to reach me. Did my mom or dad try to call me or did my sister or my brothers? I always, (laughs) I'm always, you know, worried or you check your email or you check your social media. I'm guilty of that. But I was told it's important to, to change that routine. And I love that you said that. And I'm so glad that you said that instead of picking up your cell phone and looking at your cell phone, when you wake up in the morning, try meditation first. Take those first few minutes to yourself. And I love that. That's a part of self-care. That really is. That really is. I'm so glad you said that. Well, when did you, when did you decide to live free from others' expectations and on your own terms, Tracy? I would say probably, to be honest with you, about maybe 12 years ago, sometime after turning 40. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometime after turning 40, because I was that person that I, I don't want to say I was a people pleaser, but anytime someone asked me to do something, I would raise my hand. I'm like, oh, I'll do it. And oftentimes I would find myself resentful um, after agreeing to do things. And so I was reading um, one of Oprah's magazines and she said something like, when you say no to things that you don't want to do, you're saying yes to yourself. And so I tried to practice doing that. And I'm like, oh, and I found that saying no is so empowering because I'll give you an example. Someone asked me to serve on a committee and I went back and forth and I'm like, oh, I really don't have the time. And so I called the person back and I said, no, I can't do it. I'm honored that you thought of me. And when I hung that phone up, I felt so free. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I just said yes to myself. And so I, I would say that probably about 12 years ago, I started to really live an intentional life based on doing things that I want to do and not living for other people. We're mm-hmm. glad you said yes to Pronto. <laughs> but you know, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> again, Tracy said something that resonates with me. I mean, everything you're saying, I, I'm like, I really want to start writing it down as a reminder because it's okay to say no. And you, you know, we, I'm the same way, Tracy, and I'm, I've been practicing that for many years and it's hard because I, you know, we want to like be a people, people pleaser and we want to let people down. That's obviously it's, it it's, you know, it's not in your character. It's not in mine. And I love that you said that, that it's okay to say no and how you felt. It was like something was lifted off your shoulders when you, when you called back and said, "I, I cannot commit to that. But I think that she made a good point. And I think this is something as a takeaway from our listeners that it's important to be honest. It's important to say, you know, say it in the beginning. If you cannot fully give 100% to something, it's okay to say no, but say it. Don't agree and then back out later. Don't agree and then not show up because then that's unprofessional, right? But the fact that you called back and you said, I cannot commit to this. You were honest. You were upfront from the beginning. And that, I mean, whoever you were saying it to, they probably were grateful that you were honest from the very beginning. So you didn't leave them hanging. So that's a, that's a, that's a very good point that you made. And I'm glad you said that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, we have a comment here. She doesn't even look 40. That's so true. That's so true. So whatever you're doing, it is working. It, I agree. I totally agree. Yes. 40 and fabulous. That's Tracy. For sure. So Tracy, what are your secrets you want to share with us? 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah, I will. And so one of the things that I do is I do go to the salon. Oh, uh, shameless yeah, plug yeah. for curry. Shameless plug for curry. And so, you know, <laughs> I'll go and get my um facials. I need to have facials. I will get my hair done regularly, um, drink water, eat mm -hmm. vegetables. Um, I do um cheat. And so yes, I eat cheesecake and pies and things like that, <laughs> but it's all in moderation because one of my um, close cousins, she has this um, motto. She says, treat yourself, don't cheat yourself. I and so, um, <laughs> so yeah, water, you know, taking care of the outside as well as the inside reading. I do a lot of reading. I have a book club and we meet once a month. And so just trying to keep my mind fresh, um, body fresh yeah. and, and, and being a good person, good natured person. Mm. And meditation is so important to your health. Like I think people don't realize that stress is a big killer yes and if you're like meditating like 20 minutes half an hour a day mm -hmm. you relieve stress in your body oh yes oh yes i, I know what i have a question for you tracy sure. if you were to give a piece of advice to someone who hasn't doesn't know how to meditate or they want to what would be the the best piece of advice to help them get into it, like practicing, because it, it is practice, right? So yes, yes. What, would, what piece of advice could you give that person that is has never meditated or doesn't know how to sure. start it into it? So I would say start slow, be gentle with yourself. There is no right or wrong way. And just like any other muscle, the more that you use it, the stronger it becomes. And so you can start off doing, I would say, start up with a minute, just go. focusing on your breath. Our breath has been with us since the very beginning. And so if you're looking for something to focus on, just focusing on, on the breath. I love that. That's so true. I love it. It only takes one minute, right? One minute, start, start there and then work your way up. Love that. Love that. Well, Tracy, we're starting to wind down in the interview, but I don't want to, I don't want to end it. I have a couple more questions. <laughs> yeah, Go for yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really interested in the uh, singing bowls. Can you talk, talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I, I'm looking down because all behind me is my singing bowl area. And so <laughs> I have um, Tibetan singing bowls, which look a little like this. And I also have crystal bowls um, and they're big and heavy, but what I use them for um, is to listen to the frequency. And so there are many things that we can listen to. So I do something called a sound bath where I'm playing different instruments. So a gong, I may play, you know, the Tibetan bowls, uh, some chimes, just so that people can resonate with the energy of the sounds that are coming from the different instruments. Oh, I love that. I love that. So I, yeah. being bathed in sound. Bathed in sound. And that's, yeah. that's soothing to the, the ear. So you're capturing all the senses. But uh, it takes yeah. practice. Like you said, it's better to to try to meditate in silence and then introduce the sound. So who would be a candidate for singing bowls like therapy? Oh, um, so I work with patients that um, suffer from depression. Mm. Um, also for younger children. So I found that when I do sound baths with children, they're able to go to sleep uh, and stay asleep longer. Um, and even in my personal life, as I'm in menopause and I find myself sometimes not being able to sleep through the night, if I do a sound bath, so if I play for 30 minutes, I'm able to sleep through the through sleep all throughout the night. And that's the honest truth. Wow. 
Okay. Okay. Um, Tracy, um, before we ask the traditional end of the interview question, was there anything else you wanted to mention that we did not get to talk about? I know I, I definitely want you to let our listeners and our viewers know about how they can follow you. I'm sure you have a social media set up. So kind of share with us that a little bit. And if there's anything else we didn't make uh, mention of, please share with us. Well, so the one thing that I want to say is that we all have um, capacity to practice self-care. We can do it in three minutes or less each day, um, whether we take a walk, whether we sit down with a cup of tea, whether we dance, write, journal. So we all have um, the capacity to practice self-care. Um, during the summer months, I usually will do a mindfulness session um, or two out in the park. I did Brandywine Springs several times last summer. Um, and usually you can find that by uh, Googling Mindful Moments with Trey. Um, that's the name that I go by, Mindful Moments with Trey, when I'm doing free activities in the community. There you go. There you go. And what's your social media? Um, so it's uh, Trey underscore, and that's T-R-A-E underscore loving, L-U-V-I-N, life, L-I-F-E, Trey underscore loving life. There you go. That's perfect. Beautiful. I'm glad you shared that with us because even I want to go and follow you. I was like, wait, I haven't, before we started the podcast, I always like to try to follow our guests. And I, and I noticed that I was like, wait, why can't I find Tracy? And I tried, and I was like, well, that's why, because it's a, it's a different, um, uh, social media handle. And there you go. Is that it? Is that it right there? Trey? T-R-A-E. T-R-A-E. All right. We'll fix yes. that right now. We have uh, our, our director of Pronto uh, and our production team working on that right now. But while we're fixing that to make sure all of our listeners and viewers can follow you on social media, we are going to ask you the traditional question. So if you could chat with anyone from the past or present on a podcast, who would it be and why? There are so many people that I could choose, but if I could go back and talk to one person, it would be my grandmother. She um, passed away in 1993 from cancer. And so I was pretty young, but from the time that I had to spend with her, she was so gracious, so forgiving, so mm -hmm. accepting. Um, she was a woman who had little, but gave a lot. And so I'd want to sit from her cup to learn how she was able to do that and keep a smile on her face all the time. Wow. Yes, I wow. love that. Oh, I love that. That's 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 special. Yes, that's definitely special. Tracy, thank you so much thank for you. joining us and, and just thank sharing you. so much wisdom and advice. And I can just feel your energy through the the screen. I mean, uh, Rand, I <laughs> Rand knows you, but I've never had the chance to meet you in person. We, and this is this was incredible. We met for two minutes. Well, that's all it takes. <laughs> Remember, you could be inspired in 15 seconds. Yeah, Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I was truly inspired and, and looks like you, uh, your grandmother rubbed off on you. Oh, yes. Thank that's you. Right. Thank I you. love that. I love that. Tracy, thank you again and a continued success and safe travels on your next adventure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, another great interview. Yeah. And I love Tracy. I know. Yeah. I can't, I want to meet her. Yeah. I want everybody that we get to meet on the show that I don't, I didn't have the chance to meet in person. Um, I, you know, I obviously, we, we connect through the, the podcast, right. but wow, her energy alone, you can just sense it's very calm. Right. And I love that. I love, love that, that Tracy, thank you so much. Well, there you have it, Randy, another show. 
14. 14 and on to 15. Speaking of the 15th episode, tune in on Monday, March 20th with a strategist and world-class marketer. We have Laura Meyer, ooh, the CEO and founder of Joy Brand Creative. I'm so excited to chat with her, but make sure you tune in. If you don't have a chance to tune in, you can follow us on Spotify and all the podcast uh, platforms. Just search Pronto. Right, Randy? Pronto. Yep. <laughs> hey, I have to mention, like, we have a billboard, Vincenzo and I, <gasps> oh. on 95, and, and a lot of people have been writing in. <laughs> oh, goodness. There and, it is. Uh, commenting on it. Oh, and look at that blue sky. That's yeah. so perfect. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I haven't had the opportunity to drive by the billboard yet, but the moment it was out, it was actually off a of, it's off a of 95, right? Yeah. Right before you past the Blue Rock Stadium. So right before you get to the city of Wilmington, it's off of 95 going north. You will see our billboard. Look at that. Oh my gosh. I haven't had a chance, but the day it went up, I received a text message from a dear friend and she, she's, she was so great. She congratulated me and everything. And I said, thank you. (laughs) Um, but you know what? It's, it's truly amazing that we're able to, um, have you know this opportunity to have conversations with so many influential leaders in the community and even just outside around the world. I mean, we've had so many guests up to this point that live all around the country. Yeah. And that's the beauty of podcasts that we're able to connect with people from all around the country, all around the world, and give them a platform to speak on and inspire and motivate and educate. And that's the beauty of what we do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, funny because I feel the same way as you said, you know, I want to be friends with everybody that we mm-hmm. have on the show because they're all amazing people. It's like another, it's a form of networking virtually, yeah, which yeah, I love. Yeah. This is the, this is the modern, modern day world. All right. Well, there you have it, Randy. Another great episode. Thank you for tuning in everyone. And we will see you on March 20th. Pronto, Randy. Pronto, Vincenzo. Mm-hmm.